Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Laura. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. So I once heard this profound quote. The quote is, people who live in the past are depressed. People who live in the future are anxious. But people who live in the present are happy, efficient, and have a higher chance to hit their goals and make an impact in this world. And that quote was so powerful to me and stuck with me ever since that I've never even forgotten it. And this is, this is what we want to talk about today, living in the present and how important it is to live in the present and how do we do a better job at being present wherever we're at. This is about showing up, not just physically, but showing up mentally, showing up emotionally and really leaning into every experience. Last week, we talked about goal setting, and it is really good to have an eye on where you want to go, but it's also very good to make sure that you are not getting so sucked into your future that you're not being present with where you are right now, even if it's not where you want to be. So yeah, once you have a clear, specific understanding of where you're going, the only way to start heading in that direction is being efficient and productive right where you're at, in the present, in the present time at your present space and with the people that you're presently in your life. So what does it mean to be present? Being present, like I said, is when you're physically, emotionally, mentally there. You show up 100%. You're 100% in the environment and you're 100% connected to the people in the environment. A good example of this, have you ever had a conversation with someone and you can completely tell they're not listening? You can completely tell they're just not invested at all. And realistically, if you went back the next day and asked them about that conversation, they probably have no recollection of it. And it's funny because we get so angry and it's so easy to tell when somebody else is doing it. But how often do we do it ourselves? Right. And how often do we get caught up not connecting with the people in in our lives and not effectively working on the goals that we've just set up? The goals, yeah, it's great to put them all out, but if you're not working towards them, again, it just becomes a dream. It's not a goal. So we want to make sure we're effectively working towards our goal. So what are the benefits of being present? You know, one of the major benefits is going to be you're more connected. You're more connected with the people around you. So you're going to build stronger and more meaningful relationships. This is important, especially with your significant other or with your spouse, because you want to make sure that connection is strong. You want to make sure that relationship is strong, Um, because we all know marriage is not just a walk in the park. It's not a happy ever, happily ever after. You know, it's work. It's a choice you make every day. Love is a choice that you make every day. And you want to make sure that you are connected with that person and present when you're with that person. It's important when you're building relationship with your children. You want to be able to guide your children well. Well, you have to first develop a strong relationship in order for them to trust you. Definitely. And if you want to build a strong relationship, you got to be present with them. That doesn't mean you're sitting there playing on your phone while they're asking you to play or build Legos with them. That means you're invested into your time with them, physically, mentally, and emotionally. You're going to be more connected at work with coworkers. You're going to work more effective as a team to meet the team goals, to meet the bigger goals of the company. You know, you're going to work better with friends. You're going to enjoy more time with friends, and it's going to bring more pleasure into your life because you're more connected with them. But another one that most people don't think about is you're going to be more connected to yourself. 
So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about emotional awareness and understanding how to best react to your emotions and how to you know listen to your emotions as it's a conversation to yourself. Well, if you're listening to the fear of the future, or you're listening to the regrets or the sadness of something you lost in the past, those emotions aren't going to help you in your present and they're going to help you achieve what you want to achieve in the future. So you got to be tuned in to the emotions that you are presently feeling and the ones that are affecting your present circumstances so you can actively listen to those and then react properly. The other thing is this is going to make you a lot more efficient because let's be honest, a lot of these big goals we set up last week, if you guys listen to last week's podcast and been really working on your goals this week, that's great. And you're going to realize a lot of them, you're going to need more than just yourself to accomplish because big goals take groups of people. You can go really fast by yourself, but you can't go really far by yourself before you're going to need help from somebody else. So whenever you're getting that help from other people, if you're present with those people, you're going to work more efficiently. Also, if you're working on something by yourself, if you can prepare your mind and be presently working on that and not thinking about 10 other things, you're going to be more efficient on what you're doing and completing that task. So you can go ahead and get to the next step. Like we said, we first wanted to determine where we were at. Last week, we determined where we want to go. And now it's about those stepping stones in between. Well, if you're trying to jump stepping stones, a lot of times you're going to fall off the path. You want to effectively complete the stepping stone you're on and then get to the next one. The other major benefit is it's going to bring more joy in your life. You're going to be a happier person because you're not holding on to things that have been you've been holding on to for years and dragging them through life with you. And you're not worried about what you're going to step into. You're actively pursuing your current moment. And when you're doing that, you're going to be more joyful. So the easiest thing to remember when you're worried about being present, you have to have all the components. You have to be physically there. And that's probably the easiest one to do. You have to be emotionally there. But usually to get emotionally there, you have to be mentally there. And the mentally there is going to be the hardest to combat. It's going to be the hardest to acknowledge. It's going to be the hardest to see in yourselves. So what we want to do is we want to give you practical tools on things that you can do that are going to help guide you into that preparation to stay present in that circumstance, to stay connected with the people that you're surrounding yourself with. So the first one is going to be create a feedback-rich environment. We talked about this all the way back in the first episode when with self-awareness. And honestly, being present is being self-aware. You have to be aware if you're present or not. So this is a key component. I know we've said this before in another episode, but if you're pursuing personal growth, you want to make sure that if you're in a very serious relationship or a marriage, that they are also pursuing some some type of personal growth as well. It's a lot better to do this as a team because what you're going to see is you're going to see one person start to apply things. And excel. And then the other person's not going to be doing anything and they're going to start excelling way above. And then you're going to start to get frustrated because you don't feel like the other person's putting in the same amount of effort. So it's good to make sure you guys are on the same page. And I encourage that if you, if you listen to podcasts like these, that you both listen to podcasts like these. So creating that feedback-rich environment where you become okay with and you create an agreement with that person that they're allowed to acknowledge the fact when you're not present. I know being present for me a lot of times mentally is hard. I'm a very futuristic person and I'm always thinking out the plans for the next day, for the next week, for the next year, for the next month. 
you know, where I'm constantly talking about what I want to do in the future. And there are times where I'm sitting there physically with Laura and Laura will look at me and be like, hey, Nate, you're not with me. <laughs> like, yep. You're not here right now. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, shoot, I'm not here. And it's not that I don't want to be. It's very easy for different types of people to get either lost in the past or lost in the future and forget about the present altogether. So it's good to have that person in your life that you trust and that you get in that agreement with. And I'm, I'm not going to be offended when she says that because I want to be present with her. Right. I want to be present. I want to be you know, connected and I want to build a stronger relationship. So I'm not offended if she calls me out for it and says, hey, you're not present right now because I would rather be present. Sometimes we just don't realize it. Yeah. And talking about not realizing it, sometimes if you have someone who is comfortable enough to say, hey, focus, you're not with me right now, it will allow you to start to realize how often you might be doing it. And being present could also mean putting your phone down. I know we live in a day and age where we can be so connected online, but so disconnected to the people closest to us. And I know for me, I love being on social media. I love being on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, I think part of that is being aware of who you follow and, you know, allowing yourself to be um, influenced by positive influences. And so sometimes you can get sucked into the rabbit hole. Maybe it's the opposite, sucked into the negativity of the news and all of that. But sometimes you just have to turn off your phone and be present. And sometimes that can be very hard if you are not aware. You can be sitting at the dinner table just scrolling away. Um, so it's really good to have someone that's willing to say, hey, put your phone away. Yeah, because even if you are, or even if you feel like, you are feeding into your positive side or feeding into your personal growth because you're listening to something positive. You could be listening to the best, you know, philosopher in the world, giving you a, a revelation for your whole future. Mm -hmm. But if you're diminishing the connection with your spouse or with your kids, especially, and you're lowering the level of connectiveness in that relationship, you're doing a lot more long-term damage than the short-term damage could ever be. And you're going to see that over time, if that's a common theme, they're going to stop trying to connect with you because why, if you're always going to be involved in your phone. And I see this more and more because it's so easy nowadays with smartphones and with social media and all that we've grown up with. I mean, we've, we've both grown up yep. with social media as far back as I can remember having a smartphone, there were social media platforms on that smartphone. So it's very easy for us to become invested into that and to get lost in that and break down those relationships that are surrounding us. So the second one is going to be prayer and meditation. This is going to be the one that you can directly combat your mind trailing off. And this is going to be the one that you can do on your own. The other one's great, but it does take another person. So I mean, you may be single or you may not have a close enough relationship where you're going to ask anybody directly to go ahead and start calling you out for it. But this is a way you can do it for yourself. And it's where you take a moment to pause, especially before stepping into a new task. Maybe it's before a big meeting or before your work day or first thing in the morning, or, you know, you want to do it in between work and coming home to your family, but you want to take a moment to pause. Um, you know, if you're a believer, it could be prayer or it could just be a form of meditation where you try to control your breathing, slow down your breathing, because when you can start to control your breathing, then you can start to control your mind. You're going to feel that your mind is going to start to wander 
one way or the other, but you want to try to grab that and hold it still. Yep. And silence everything that's going on in your mind and only think about breathing in and breathing out. And for a lot of people, there's a lot of guided meditations online that Mm -hmm. help with this. Um, A lot of gratitude guided meditations are really good for this. They help centralize yourself. And this is going to make you more efficient into whatever you're stepping into. If it's coming home to your family, it's going to make you more connected when you step in the door. It's going to get rid of all the things going on in your mind that you just went through all the work. I mean, we all have the same work day. You know, everything floods on you at once and then everything's still in your mind. All the things you got to complete, all the things you got done, all the things you got to do the next day. It's all in your mind. You don't want to carry that in with your family. You want to be able to have a mental pause, especially if you had a bad day. You want to have a mental pause. You don't walk in with that weight and put it on them and that burden and put it on them. That's not fair to them. Or a big meeting. You want to get rid of all the distractions so you can just focus on the meeting, maybe a big presentation. Take them pause. Schedule in five minutes before that to just pause and reflect and meditate and centralize your mind back to doing that. That even goes for the preparation of the meeting. Anything you're doing that's valuable and important, which should be everything, right? Everything should be efficient in some way. If it's not working towards the goal, it's working towards, you know, balance in life or it's working towards better relationship, there should always be a purpose to what we're doing. So always take a moment to pause before doing that and centering your mind back on the present. Now, the last thing that's going to cause you to be more present is gratitude. You have to increase the amount of gratitude you have in your day to day life. You got to be more grateful than you've ever been before. And what that's going to bring is that's going to that's going to help you be content in life. It's going to help you release some of the things of the past. And actually next week, we're going to be talking about content, but never satisfied. This is like a life mantra that I've lived by for years. I'm always content, but I'm never satisfied. And we're really going to dive into what that means next week. But any form of gratitude and, you know, Laura, you, you shared about social media. It's really easy to compare yourself to other Definitely. people. Yep. Especially because I feel that a lot of times we post the best versions of our lives, of ourselves on social media. And so it's so easy to have that mindset of, oh, the grass is greener on the other side, when really you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors um, in their personal life, you know, whatever the case might be. You know, and I, I think now in, in 2020, going through the coronavirus, I think it has made us realize how much we took for granted, the simple luxuries of life, the simpleness of just connecting in person with people, the simpleness of, gosh, getting together with family. I think of, you know, people who are losing loved ones and not even being able to appropriately give them a normal funeral. Um, you know, you just look at your life and you, I was driving down the road the other day and I just thought to myself, gosh, I have so much to be grateful for. The fact that I'm healthy, the fact that I have a roof over my head, just the simple things that we take for granted. I feel like in 2020, for a lot of us, we've come to the realization like, wow, I really have it pretty dang good. And the reality is sometimes you just have to remind yourself that there are people out there that are on a way harder struggle than what you're going through. And just to remind yourself that your life is good. You have another day to wake up, to do what you were put on this planet to do, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's 
to be an influential person out in, in the community. Maybe it's just to be an influential person in your family, whatever that looks like. Gosh, just take a moment just to be grateful for where you are in the present. Yeah, so you want to eliminate that constant comparing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good to celebrate others. And it's great on social media to stay connected with people that we don't live near and maybe moved far away from or haven't talked to in a while and, and able to celebrate things like new new babies or new children or a new house or a new car. Yeah, it's great to celebrate that with others. But when you start comparing yourself to others and you start to diminish your gratitude, then you're starting to look back into the past and that's where that sadness comes in. Oh, I didn't accomplish that yet. Or it starts making you look to the future and you're anxious because you're like, what if I don't accomplish that by the time I'm 26, they're 26 and they have that. You know, if you could just celebrate them, yes, get rid of the comparing and just be grateful for what you have and what you've accomplished thus far, then you can go ahead and start to be present and you can start to be happy in the present. And the other thing because this this whole thing of living in the past or living in the future or living in the present was really a mindset shift for me about how important it is to currently live where we're at. So since I've taken this quote and really applied it and started to show up more present where I'm currently at, you, you're going to see a huge increase in your relationship building. You're going to see a huge increase in your efficiency everywhere you go. You're going to see an huge increase in your joy and your purpose in life and moving towards what you actually want to accomplish. And you're going to start accelerating towards those goals that you set. So make sure you come in next week as we're going to talk about key ways to be more grateful and to be more content, but never satisfied. Thank you so much for joining this week's episode. We hope you've learned something new that you feel challenged and leave inspired. If there's a part of this episode that stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram, and tag us in it. Let us know what captivated you. Speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and make sure that you're one of the first to know of our new episodes and exciting updates. You can follow me at It's Laura Stevens. And I'm at the period Nate Stevens. If you found value in this podcast, remember to leave us a rating or review. This will allow others to see what they can benefit from this podcast as well. Join us next week as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.